0: Thank you.
1: Holy mama! Man, yo 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 yo
2: yo yo, yo We're no. in
1: this. Oh, here we go! Oh, Welcome my to the Pure Joy Project. We're talking about surviving college. This is the last of the series. My name is Paul Lanigan.
3: Ben Daniel Reed,
1: and um, we were just uh, the Holy Spirit was already taking over, so we just hit record. Oh and here my, come, bro, it's <laughs> good stuff. We were in the chat just. Um, if y'all don't know, we do this over the internet, and so that's why sometimes the quality is uh, oof, um, but we, uh, we, the Holy Spirit has taken over. We're like, all right, let's save this. Let's record it. Let's see what the Spirit does, and so here we are. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to pray real quick, and then we're going to get into it, um, so pray for the listeners. Pray for us. Here we go. Uh, Father, thank you for all you do. Thank you for all we take for granted. Um, thank you for all the people that we get to walk alongside every day um, that you've called us to love. Um, Lord, thank you for growth. Uh, thank you for trial. Thank you for challenge. Um, thank you for revealing yourself and making yourself real to us. Um, Lord, thank you for proving that you are Lord as, uh, as Elijah asked you to do in First Kings 18. Um, Father, pray that you just take over for us, um, that your spirit is speaking, uh, that it's not us because we are not worthy to even say your name, uh, but your spirit makes us holy so we can speak it and proclaim it. Uh, Lord, just pray for Bennett. Pray for Dan. Um, that their words are yours. And if not, um, that their words will fall on deaf ears. Um, pray for every listener here that their heart is exactly where they where it needs to be um, to hear your word and that, uh, and that you're showing them that they are exactly where they need to be uh, to do your work as well. Um, so Lord, thank you for all you do and all you are and everything I forgot to pray for. Uh, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
2: Amen. Come on. Let's go. Come on. All right. Cool.
1: So we're chatting about purpose. <clears throat> uh, we're talking about so we've we've laid the foundation. We've talked about Jesus Christ, Jesus the provider. He is the foundation of your life, of your of your, your living, your college experience especially. Um He like He is the foundation of of all your freedom, all your joy, all your peace, all your love. So we set that episode one, right? Episode two, mm. uh we talk about walking walking alongside other believers, right? Hebrews twelve, not neglecting to meet together. Come on, church. Um that it's like uh-huh. Like we are sharpening each other like like us three do to each other. Um, we are sharpening each other. We are walking alongside each other and encouraging each other. Um, so that was episode two. We're talking about community and church getting poured into and pouring into others. Uh, good stuff. So now we're here, right? So now you've, you've laid that groundwork. Um, you've let the Holy Spirit into you. Uh, and, then, and then you now have believers that you're walking alongside faithfully, uh, learning from and growing with. And so now what do we do with it?
2: that's that's kind of
1: where we're at. It's like, what are we here to do? Yeah. Um, Like, why are you on your college campus? Why are you in your workplace? Why are you exactly where you are? Um, What are you here to do? So this isn't really just a college survival guide. Um, This is like kind of the life guide, um, Mm. completely led by God's word. Uh, So we pray that the Holy Spirit takes over our words because it inspired this whole book. And this is where it all comes from. Um, Yeah. And so here we are. So I guess, um, Wasting no time. How were our weeks, gentlemen? We had a we from Tuesday to Tuesday. How have how have things been? Let's start with Dan.
2: Oh,
3: oh, uh, yeah, it was a tough one. I'm gonna, I'm real with you. They had us in the first half. <laughs> uh, man, nah, uh, Last week it was a good week. It was a good week. Busy week, uh, but fruitful. Got a lot of stuff done. It was good. Um, then Sunday came. Hey, Heyo. I got to hang out with some buddies Saturday evening. Uh, Had a good night, you know. Went to steak and shake around 9 o'clock. Went home, went to bed pretty early. I was supposed to lead worship at my church that following morning for our kids ministry. I was super pumped for that. Woke up, and oh, boy, I was not feeling good. So, called one of the dudes that leads, like, the whole worship thing in our church, and was like, hey, I am so sorry. I'm not going to be able to make it. So... Good thing I did that because started getting sick like shortly thereafter. Didn't have the flu, apparently, but it felt like I had the flu. And so missed classes on Monday. Uh, but got back to class today. You know, praise God for just time of rest. It was humbling. Uh, Lindsay was super sweet. She brought me food on Saturday. Or excuse me, Sunday. Uh, she brought me Wheat Thins and applesauce because, oh, you yeah, know, God. I couldn't eat real food. But, you know, we love a – gosh, she's great. Wow. God, but, women. Yeah, God dude. That could be a whole nother podcast. Yes, but it will be. She, she she's amazing. Hold on, podcasts. let me talk to you. No. Oh uh, man. You're getting on a tangent. Um But yeah, uh excited to be feeling better. Uh we have our midweek gathering coming up Thursday, so prayers for that. Uh getting to be a part of the worship team on Thursday as well. So excited to lead God's people before his throne. Uh, through musical worship, uh, it's a big passion of mine. I know it's a big passion for you guys as well, but Bennett,
2: dude, how was your week, man? Please tell us. <laughs> oh, it's, uh, it's good. Um, basically just kind of head down grinding through my schoolwork. Um, like I kind of touched on last week we're we're in the, the heavy stuff, money markets and stocks and bonds and finance Uh-oh. and all this other stuff, dude. Um, so so it's a grind, um, school wise, but the Lord is good. The Lord is faithful. Um, so just submitting to him and just every day, just trying to submit more and more, um, and just let him, let him lead my life. Um, just give him everything. Um, and, and, and it's, it's going great. Um, so no complaints from me, Paulie, holler at him. Let's
1: go dog. Uh, wow. Um, so kind of same thing. I've been Mamba mentality on my schoolwork, trying to trying to knock it out. Yo. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Trying, to, trying to, trying to lock it down. Um, and so PR'd on the track this weekend. That was cool. Come on. Um, our track is really awful, like for good times. So it's basically like just like training days, but I ran the best I've ever ran on our track. It was really cool. Um, super exciting moments, you know, seeing progress. Um, I always seem to talk about track cause it's part of my life and I, and I try to use it for, for worship and there's a, uh, there's a whole lot going on there. This is uh, it's a tough, tough beat, uh, but I love it. And so, mm. Um, that's going well, uh, watching the Lord move through the FCA ministry, um, on our campus that I get to be a leader in through the pure joy project through just like one relationship at a time. I just had some really cool stuff happening. Um, I saw a friend that I hadn't seen in like months, um, at Walmart when I was like on the phone with actually Nick Harper. Uh, he's part of St. Louis FCA. Hey. And so we were chatting it up. Um, and then he comes like, he walks by me, I'm buying oatmeal or something at Walmart. And mm-hmm. I like was trying to be intentional, you know, and I was just like, Well, how can I pray for you? Like how are things going? Would love to grab lunch. And he's like, oh, I'm good right now, you know, which is like my least favorite response. It's like really, <laughs> you know, nothing. Uh, but I uh I was just like like being loving towards because, like we go we go back into like high school and stuff. And, mm-hmm. Um and then the and then yesterday he actually like this crazy timing like Somebody had just texted him going through something. He was trying to kick an addiction. His friend was trying to kick an addiction. And like, they just like felt convicted that prayer was what they needed. And so he's like, you're the first person that had asked me to pray, like to pray about something like basically ever. And so he, uh, And so he's, like, it's crazy that, like, as I figured, like, as I just got this feeling that that's something that needs to happen, I just saw you. Like, I was walking back home from practice. Come on. And so, like, we stop on the sidewalk. We chop it up about, like, you know, why the Lord disciplines his children. Like, why we go through trials, talk about the importance of prayer and asking the Holy Spirit to, like, intercede in, like, your temptations. And, like, we just had this, like, 25-minute conversation. And then, like, I prayed for him right there. And I don't think anybody had ever prayed with him in his life. Like, I could kind of tell Um, and so it was really cool. And so like, I was just like, keep me posted. Like, I love you. Let me know how things are going. And so, um, the Lord just showing up conversation after conversation. Really cool. That's huge. I'm blown away. So yeah, my week. Fantastic. Here we are. I had two fat quizzes today that I had locked it down and studied the last two days for and both went really well. Both went really well. So here we are, man. Let's go We're living the dream, dog. Mm,
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
1: Let's go. So who wants to who wants to intro us? Who wants to intro? What are we talking about?
2: What are we today? Go ahead. Today, today we're talking about purpose. Um, so Paul was kind of touching on it earlier. We've kind of built that foundation. We've built that base. Um, we've put Jesus at the front of our lives, and we've surrounded ourselves um, with other people who've done the same. Now, what are we doing with it? What where are we going with it? Um, and what is our purpose? Um, so that's kind of what we're talking about today.
0: Hmm.
3: So.
1: I just I'm a, I'm going to do this. I'm going to run on the with horse, it. Run bro. with I'm it. Run hop with on the it. horse. And um, do the thing. So so this thing is that uh obviously like it's really easy to get caught up in exactly like or like in the next thing in our lives or like checking the boxes like we go to college to get degrees is what we're told. You know, we mm-hmm. go to we go to to work to get money. We go to to practice to get better like yes, those things happen. And, like, I love the way that the Lord uses, like, education and the Lord uses, like, uh, occupation and the Lord uses, like, fitness and the Lord uses things. And um, But, like, what are we really here for? <laughs> um, which is what, like, I love. I mean, does, do either of y'all have Matthew 28, 18 through 20? Yes. Okay. All right. I'm going to leave that for you because, like, I, I thought so. And so, Of course. Uh, my thing is, like, what are we actually here for? We have such a higher calling than like just you know getting you know fulfilling our degree audit so that we get a piece of paper to put on our resume you know we have such a higher calling than running a certain time or scoring a certain amount of points we have such a higher calling than having a bank account with this many commas we have like so like what makes all these like what really like drives us you know what is our um, what is our goal here on this campus other than you know getting in getting out making friends yeah fingers crossed meeting a spouse for most people they think um and so i happen to be choosing singleness right now but uh lol um so uh so acts 1 8 is where i'm gonna start right so uh this is this is um like the beginning of the church whenever the holy spirit is first coming into people so salvation is becoming what it is now so like we we are saved like through faith in christ right through um, confessing with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, believing in your heart he was raised from the dead, right? Uh, that's when the Holy Spirit descends on us, right? And so in Acts 1-8, um, we're told that, that you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witness in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the end of the earth. So that is, that is telling us exactly what we're here for straight up. Um, so Mm. this is the big C church. And if you are a member of, of team Jesus Christ, then you are in the big C church. And then you know that your utmost calling is to be his witness to the end of the earth. Okay. So going on top of that, right. You see my guy, Paul, who, uh, had accomplished a lot. I mean, the apostle, um, who accomplished a lot, uh, in a worldly manner, and people were trying to praise him. You know, I follow Paul. I follow Apollos. Like these guys that were doing the Lord's work. That mm. were like people were tempted to praise them. And he said in Acts twenty twenty four that I do not account my life of any value nor as precious to myself if only I may finish my course and the ministry that I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. Right? So Paul is saying that his life is worth nothing. If he is not going forth and finishing the course that Jesus set for him to to testify and glorify the gospel um, and share it with others, making the grace of God attractive um, Mm. and and sharing that. Okay. And so that's straight up what we're called to do. So you are where you're at, exactly where you're at, to proclaim the name of the Lord and to share his goodness and the gospel and everything you're doing. Uh, That is is the highest calling, the utmost calling. And then – um on top of that like how do we make that practical you know how do i how do i do that where i'm at um and so i think that this part we kind of wanted to go into like a first hand account of like how we do such um and so like obviously kind of shorthand kind of summarized is like i've been through a lot of you know athletic success and athletic trial and academic success and at, and academic trial and social success and social trial and all these things that like you know however you define success um, that like through the ups and downs, I had, I, I've come to realize that there's a bigger purpose and a bigger charge than what I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realized that like I'm gifted and I'm not gifted for my own benefit. Mm. I'm gifted for somebody else's benefit, like to benefit the name of the Lord and the gospel and the grace of God. And so, um, I go to James one seventeen. So James one seventeen will tell us that, uh, in his words, ESV: Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of light, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. So our our unchanging, faithful, gracious, loving, um, omniscient, omnipresent Father gives us every single gift that we have. Right, and so um, involving those gifts, we could look at Matthew twenty-five. And so Matthew 25, there's a couple parables, um, but I'm going to look at the parable of the talents. Uh, so 14 through 30, I'm not going to read it all, but basically there's a master who uh, allegorically is Jesus Christ. Um, so told through parable, this is Jesus talking. And so he's putting himself as the master, um, but in a different, like, tense basically how jesus Mm. liked to speak so people could understand it because they didn't have the holy spirit to understand things like we do so they needed parables basically so um so jesus so or the master had three servants and each of the servants got a different amount of talents which talents is is money um in this in this time they called the these bags of money talents and so one based upon their abilities they were and their faithfulness and like who he thought they were, they were given a certain amount of talents. And so there was one that was given five talents, one that was given two talents, one that was given one talent. And at the end when the master returned, so the master gave them this so that, um, when he left so that when, when he returned, he wanted to see what came from it. And so, uh, the one who had five talents and the one who had two talents had doubled how many talents they had. And the one who had one talent was so scared To to like lose that one talent that he just hit it and did nothing with it. And so he wanted to make sure for his own benefit, he didn't lose that talent. And so this spoke to me um, in August, August, September, when I was reading through the Gospels um, that that I was really shook that I was like, am I using my talents? which which is so many different things in my life my ability to speak my maybe the way I the way I perform on a on an athletic platform maybe the way that I perform in a classroom maybe the way that I communicate with people maybe like I have so many things that I am blessed with am I using them to give more back to my creator um and so this is long winded. I'm sorry. Uh, no, 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 no. So, good. so this this master comes back and he said, "Well done, my good and faithful servant," right? To those who had used their talents, worked hard with their talents, and doubled them, and then to the one that had that had just hit it and was scared, he said, "You wicked and slothful servant! You knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I scattered no seed, and that you ought to have at least invested the money to get some kind of return." But he did nothing with it because he was so scared, right? So looking at that. Um, and the Holy Spirit opening my eyes to the fact that that my talents, if I'm not putting them on the line, going out and working with them for his sake, facing the chances, facing the persecution, counting the cost, then I am wasting what he's given me because he gives me 100% of what I have to use. And so I need to use 100% of what he's given me to give it back because hmm. because he deserves such. He is a God worth being right with. And so in short, um, your purpose where you're at and my purpose that I found where I'm at is to glorify the Lord through every opportunity and every platform that could be track, that could be school, that could be FCA, that could be, you know, video games. That could be whatever personability that could be like, like God has given me so many chances to, to adorn his name, right. To, to make his gospel look good through like it's, it's action in my life. And, like, am I using that? And so that's where my purpose is drawn. My purpose in this thing is, like, though I will get a degree at the end of this thing, fingers crossed, though I will win a couple races along the way, you know, though I will meet some friends, like, this really isn't about my own personal gain and my own resume. This is about my um, sharing of the good news and my furthering of his kingdom or his furthering of his kingdom through me, should I say. Mm. And so there's there's the purpose of 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 Paul basically Paul. of how the Lord has opened my eyes.
2: Um, Paul, Oh, I love that. That's me. I love that so much. Go ahead. Um the way that I the way that I kind of broke this down um when I saw purpose um what uh where do we go with it? What are we doing with it? Um and and why? Um so to start um I kind of dug into the to the scripture and I said, "Okay, well, uh, where did my purpose come from? And God made that purpose. God made our plans, right? So in Jeremiah 29, 11, uh, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, they are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. Mm-hmm. Um, so so there, there's one example. And then we go to Isaiah 43 um, for another example there um, for purpose and where where that comes from to start and Isaiah 43, verse seven says, bring all who claim me as their God, for I have made them for my glory. Hmm. Bring all who claim me as their God, for I have made them for my glory. It is I who created them. Hmm. So there, right there, we have God made our plans. God made us. God created our purpose. Um, Secondly, what, how do I phrase this? Um. He, the plans that he made for us and the purpose that he made for us is good. Well, how do we know that Romans 8, 28 for the plans that I've made for you? Sorry, I butchered it. Romans 8, 28. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good Um, for those who are, who are called according to his purpose. So right there, the scripture tells us, look, the Lord has made our purpose, has made you for a purpose. And that purpose is good. That purpose is rooted in goodness and righteousness, and it is for him. Hmm. Um, So what do we do with all that information? Um, Matthew 28, 18 through 20. Come on. There it is. We call this the Great Commission. And it is, starting at verse 18 in chapter 28 of Matthew, Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the father and the son and the Holy spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I've given you and be sure of this. I'm with you always to the end of the, even to the end of the age. So if I stopped right there, we know God created us for a purpose and he made our purpose. We know that that purpose is good because it's rooted in him and his righteousness so go spread that purpose and spread that love that he gave you, that compassion, the humility, the grace that he shows you, share that with others, evangelize, and share the gospel. Um, and mm. ultimately, that's 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 what purpose means to me. Um, I think um, I ended up here at school um, for that reason specifically. That's why I ended up in this um, fraternity, this group of brothers who... Um, some know some know christ and some don't um that's why i that's why i transferred schools and and that's why he brought me here um is to spread his word and to spread his love and um and yeah i'm still trying to figure it out and um and even if i don't figure it out he's good um and he's going to lead me down the right path but um that's what purpose is to me um and that's kind of that's kind of how i broke it down let's go danny man y'all might as well hit that button (laughs) <laughs> what
3: else is there left Turn to up, say? Man. Turn me up, damn. Goodness, I got you. I'll chop some up. Uh, I love that, Bennett. I love that. So many different aspects of God's purpose for us, and then you, know, you just defined it with Matthew twenty-eight, you know, eighteen through twenty. That's what it is. Like we're supposed to go make disciples of all nations, right? Baptizing them, in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. teaching them to obey the commandments. Gosh, like that's awesome, and that's exactly mm-hmm. what we should do. But that's daunting. Because I look at myself and my finite abilities and I'm just like, make disciples? Mm. All nations, I have to baptize people? What what does that, what does this look like? What does this look like? And so, uh, one of the the places I found purpose, you know, diving into the word, uh, just taking back to the OT, Exodus 9.16, big fan of the book, Moses, Mm. larger than life, wow. But But I have raised you up for this purpose. That I might show you my power and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. Mm. Right. This is God explaining his purpose. I'm going to read it again. But I've raised you up for this purpose. That I might show you my power and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. So that I might show you my power. God wants to have a personal relationship with you. Mm. He wants you to know him. He wants you to see him. In all his magnificence, because he wants to be glorified by you. He wants your praise. Because you mean that much to him. Come on. That's just such a beautiful thing that we are invited. We're not worthy. I'm gonna get there in a second. We're nowhere near worthy to be able to approach his throne, but he calls us towards him. You know, there's a parable about the prodigal son who's welcomed back despite everything that he's done. He's welcomed back in his father's arms. So are we, so are you. It doesn't matter what you've done. God's waiting for you. Come on home. Mm. Let's go. Oh, he he wants us to see his power, and then the second part. So that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. God wants his name to be known. If I can sum up your purpose in just a few words, one sentence, your purpose is to make God's name famous. Mm. Make make him known. Right. Our purpose is not to have fun on earth. Our purpose is not even necessarily to prosper. Purpose is not to be rich, to have a big house to whatever these are these are all good things and god takes delight when we enjoy his blessings for us Um, don't get that twisted but that's not our purpose all right these 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 are good byproducts of our blessing and amazing father that he gives us these things Mm. Mm. but our purpose is to make his name famous right paul talked about making our god attractive to others right how what is does the way I'm living say about my God?
0: Come on. Right. And my
3: pro- am I proclaiming truth by the way that I'm living my life? Cause when people see me, they should see Christ first, mm. right? They shouldn't see Daniel. All right. Being a jerk during class. I, and honestly, this is just me. I hate when people are talking. Well, the professor's talking. I hate that. Yeah. But what do they see me do on Thursday nights? Right. When I'm, when I'm going out with my buddies, how am I acting? Where am I? You know, am I guilty by association? All right, what am I doing on the weekends? How am I talking to people? All right, well, how what's work going? How am I talking to other women? How am I ta- how am I talking to other guys at the church? Mm. You know, all these things matter because when people see me, they should see Christ. Come on, right? They should see His light through me. I'm like, not that the light comes from me. I'm just a mirror, mm. right? I'm reflecting His glory. I'm making His name known on earth. And I I'm not a missionary currently. You know, if I'm called to that, I you know, praise God. That'd be amazing but my mission feels my campus right now because wow. I, I don't get out there that much. Right. I stay around Springfield, Missouri for the majority of my life presently. Hmm. And so when I hit the ground every morning and I go to my campus and I'll admit this more often than not, that's not where my head's at. My, not, my head is not, what does this person need? Does this person know Christ did? How's, how, how's their life going? You know, my, my, my focus is on what is, what is Daniel doing today? What's his schedule? Like he's busy. All right, he needs to pay attention to himself. All right, that is my natural. That's that's what my flesh wants to do. But when I step outside of that, you know, I start shifting my focus to the Lord, inclining inclining my thoughts to be with Him more often than not. My thoughts go elsewhere. Mm -hmm. I'm sitting in class. What is the person next to me thinking about? You know, granted, I'm paying attention too. Don't get it wrong. But like, what I'm not, I don't matter as much anymore when my shift. My focus has shifted from myself to God and making his name famous. Mm. Because if I, if I know him, I'm not doing enough by knowing. Paul talked about the the servant who kept the talents to himself. Right? What have I been given? And I've been given a lot. Right? I'm blessed with a bunch of different abilities, and that's that's solely because of God. That's nothing I've earned on my own. But I want to take us to Philippians 3 to kind of summarize this too. Uh, Philippians 3, 8 through 11. says, Indeed. I count everything as loss because of the surpass, surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake, I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him. Here's the thing. And Paul and Bennett and any of our other brothers and sisters in the Big C Church can attest to this. When you know God, literally nothing else matters. Come on. Hmm. There is salvation found in no one else and nothing else. And nothing else will bring you fulfillment like Christ does, right? The Hmm. fulfillment you might find maybe momentarily. It might, you know, for the moment, it might feel great. Down the road, an hour, a month, whatever, a day, it's going to be empty again because it's not God. Let's shift our focus to the Lord and count everything else as rubbish as Paul says. In order that we may gain Christ, let our focus be on him. He continues, verse 9. And we found in him not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ. The righteousness from God that depends on faith. Right? The law that God gave to Moses through the books of law. You know, you got Leviticus, Deuteronomy, Exodus, etc., there is no salvation found in this the law was good right it was given to us from god given to the israelites from god hmm. but that was not salvific they weren't going to go to heaven because of the law hmm. because in fact the law was given to them to show that they keep that they kept sinning that showed them that they kept breaking their covenant with god that was the purpose of it right the law gives us the conviction hmm. right that's how that's that's our guide right we base our sin off of the law that was given. Now, granted, we don't follow every law that was given because a lot of them were given just to the Levites and specific groups of people in a specific time that hmm. Jesus fulfilled. But salvation is found through Christ alone. Hmm. Right? Yeah. The law the law was good. It was given to us through God. But let us look to Christ so that we may know him and the power of his resurrection and that we may share in his sufferings to become like him in his death that by any means possible we may attain the resurrection from the dead by any means possible. And it's only found through Christ. So yeah. on campus, what does that look like for me? I know this has been long winded no, nah, spirit, going. spirit just took over. Uh, what does this look like on me? This has been a roller coaster. You know, we talked about Paul and I talked a little bit about, uh, our, just a little bit of our uh, college testimony through our freshman year up till now. Um, and it, it, and it has not been a straight upward shot towards God. Like it has been up, down, sideways, slant ways, all around, back around, you name it. But ultimately, God's been calling me closer to him daily. And that doesn't always look like me being faithful. Like I am i don't read my word daily. I strive to. That is my goal. And that is what I want to do. Should I? Absolutely. But I don't because inherently I'm sinful. Um And that's not an excuse. You know, that is something that I'm just trying to be vulnerable in in the moment. Uh, And that's not me saying, like, this is what you should do. Because it's not getting the word. Because the only way you're going to know him and recognize his voice is if you understand how he talks to us. Come on. But on campus, um, one of the ways I've been gifted is just uh, being intentional with people. Uh, If you're a big Enneagram nut, like I know a lot of people are, and I I do think it's useful. I'm not going to bash it all that much. Uh, I'm an eight on <laughs> the enneagram, so I'm very outspoken, yeah. and I'm I'm good at confronting people, you know, which is not always a great the thing. Challenger, but right? I'm yeah. the challenger. Yeah, Paul knows yeah,
1: it. Yeah, yeah, come on.
3: But I have been blessed with the gift of being able to sit there across from a person and just walk with them through whatever they're going through in life, whatever's being thrown at them. Uh, and I think that's one of my biggest things. Uh, I've been given a lot of leadership skills through that. And just sitting with people and just being honest about, hey, here's where you're at. Here's where I'm at. Let's walk through this together because you're not walking that alone. Let me let me walk with you. know, let me let me carry this burden with you. Let us both both approach the Lord together mm. on your behalf. Come on. Let us let us pick each other up. You know, been talked about last week about how a, uh, a three quarter strand is not easily broken. Ecclesiastes, right. Four, two, let us. Come on, Ecclesiastes. Gosh, <laughs> Solomon was so wise. But let us walk together. That's I mean, those are just a few of the ways that I've been blessed by God to be faithful and make his name famous on earth. I'm not wow. the guy that's going to stand out and, and preach in the middle of the street. That's not my gifting. Um, you know, we can go back and forth on how if that's useful or not. Um, you know, there's different takes on it, but I want to be the guy that will sit there with you and ask you the probing question: of How are you actually doing? Hmm. You know, I'm not like let's not settle for good. Like, I'm okay. With what's going on in your life? Where are you struggling? Where are you seeing God? Where are you not seeing God? Cool. That's so that that's just me. That's not everyone's story. That's not Paul and Ben's story. That's my story. That's my story with God. Um, but I just invite you to step into that. What is your? What is God calling you to do on your campus? I know a lot of our listeners are in high school, um, and high school is a lot different than college. Yeah, but there's still a lot of different ways that you can make God's name famous in high school. Hmm. There's, there's, sure, there's less freedom in high school, and high schools. Let me tell you, wow, it's crazy. The freedom you have is awesome. It's a blessing, and yeah. it can also be a curse. Make sure you do class. But yeah, where is God calling you? Step into that. Ask Him. You know, He invites us to challenge Him. He invites us to ask Him these hard questions because God's not afraid of it. He wants to reveal His power to oh. us, right? We just read in Exodus that I might show you my power, let's let's let him do it. You know, Elijah, Paul was talking about it. Elijah challenged God, Lord, prove yourself to us. We want to see you, right? That might not be in, you know, a giant clap of thunder, right? That might be the Holy Spirit making something in his word relevant to you that has never clicked before. Come on, That's a miracle in and of itself. And praise God for those miracles that we often take for granted. Amen. Let's go. But let's... Let's just step into that. That's, that's my challenge for right now, uh, just to our listeners and to my brothers, uh, Paul and Bennett and myself, let's, let's step into what God's calling us to do because th- there's a lot and he's going to walk with us through that. Dude, All right. That's, that's where I'm cutting off. off. That's huge. I'm though, done. That's
1: huge. Is the walking, walking with us steward is like, is like it's really easy to see this as a daunting task? Like, Oh my gosh, I have to glorify the Lord. Like, but that's mm. not how it works. That's not how it works at all, right? So Jesus tells us in Matthew 16, whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever gives up their life Come saved, on, will find it, right? Yeah. And so, so here's the thing is that, is that Daniel mentioned prayer, and prayer is essential in this process, that you are asking him daily to use you to, to put you aside to glorify him, and it's not like it's this new pressure. It's not like when your teacher challenges you into doing something or a coach challenges you into doing something, and you are facing this new pressure. No, this is freedom. This is, this is freedom from the pressure, right? So that's so good. So I'm going to go to Matthew 16. I'm just going to read this. So 24 through 28. Then Jesus told his disciples, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me for whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it for what will a profit for what will profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul or what shall a man give in return for his soul for the son of man is going to come with his angels in the glory of his father and he will repay each person according to what he has done jesus is coming mm-hmm. whether you like it or not oh, so so he, you're, he either, way. you're either you're either you're either going to forget to forget you and praise the lord and receive all of the joy and the peace and the love that you get in return for that or you're going to be so scared to lose your one talent that he tells you you are a wicked and slothful servant so and cool you on. and you have no place in his kingdom i would rather have a have a dumpster fire worldly life and spend eternity with my creator than than deny eternity with my creator for a couple temporary highs mm. right leave no doubt who you follow leave no doubt who you love and who is in you Right. Why go halfway? Why? Why say, well, I'll glorify the Lord when it's convenient. You know, Mm. I'll say God is good in my in my Instagram posts, you know, but are you living that God is good when it's not convenient? When it's not convenient Mm. six days of the week, are you living by the fact that God is good? Are we really believing that? And so Mm. so we are putting ourselves aside daily and then receiving this true life that Jesus promises us in Matthew 16, that we are finding life by giving up our worldly life. Mm. Right? Our, our, we have we've found, I mean, there's been a lot of scripture said and a lot of Holy Spirit inspired words said that is telling us that our purpose here has nothing to do with here at all. And Come so on. are we going to take that seriously? Are we going to spend time with our creator daily and pray to him asking him to test us Search us, Psalm 139, to know our anxieties, to lead us in the way everlasting? Or are we going to continue to live this sad, anxiety-filled life, putting pressure on yourself to get these worldly accolades whenever Mm. you have a creator that wants you to use the things that you could get to have – that you could use to have worldly accolades? He wants you to use those things for his glory because he gifted them to you in the first place when he knitted you together before you came out of your mother's womb. Right. And so he wants wants to use those things for you to glorify him and then give you freedom and joy and peace in the process that you're seeking everywhere else that isn't our creator.
2: Goodness. Revelation three, verse 15 through 16. I know your works. You are neither cold nor hot. Would that would that you were either cold or hot? So because you were lukewarm and neither hot nor cold, I'll spit you out. Matthew 12. Uh, verse 30, whoever is not with me is against me, and whoever does not gather with me scatters. Listen, it's all about your purpose, um, and your purpose is to spread the gospel, to spread the good news, and to live it out every single day, striving to be more and more like him. A great example for this is Paul, and he talks about Paul the Apostle. not Paul Lanigan, <laughs> but Paul Lannigan's a great example too. Uh, Philippians <laughs> 1, um, up in verse 20. Paul says, For I fully expect and hope that I'll never be ashamed, but that I will continue to be bold for Christ as I have been in the past, and I trust that my life will bring honor to Christ, whether I live or die. For to me, living means living for Christ, and dying is even better. But if I live, I can do more fruitful work for Christ. So I really don't know which is better. Mm. Then you go down to verse 27. Above all, you must live as citizens of heaven, conducting yourselves in a manner worthy of the good news about Christ. Then whether I come and see you again or only hear about you, I will know that you are standing together with one spirit and one purpose, fighting together for the faith, which is the good news. Mm. Come on.
1: Come on. Brother, don't don't forget that we have victory over all of these things already. Amen. Right. That John, that, that in John sixteen thirty three, Jesus tells, tells his disciples that in this life, they will face many trials and sorrows, but to have peace in him because he has overcome the world.
0: Mm. Yep. Right.
1: And first John five, five says, who can overcome the world other than those that are in Christ Jesus? Right, so we are the only people. This family of faith, this Big C Church, is the only people that have overcome the world, that have victory over in it, because they put themselves aside and let their Creator, who is perfect and unchanging, be the one that overcomes the world through them. Mm. Leave no doubt.
2: Those Titus vibes, yo. I'm gonna keep it a bill with you, Paul. That's it. When I, when I like what where my mind goes when I think of that is like. Anybody who plays sports knows, like, you got those teams on the schedule that, like, you know is a W before you show up. Like, no disrespect at all, but it's just, like, you you know when you're going to win games. Like, with God, you're always going to win games. Like... That, that, like, he already won it. Like, imagine, step, imagine stepping on the field and you've already won the game. You know how freeing that is to play the entire rest of the game, knowing that the scoreboard is going to say W's at the end? It doesn't even matter. Let's go! Let's go. <clears throat> Man. Goodness.
1: There is, we are now just playing the game <laughs> to to maxi- to maximize our glorification. We know mm. how it ends. Mm. So why don't we bring everyone else to celebrate with us?
0: Mm. Goodness. We have to we
1: have to give the chance. Like when the Holy Spirit calls people, we have to have equipped them with the knowledge of counting the cost of what it is to follow Jesus and and why they should do so. So That's good. It starts now. Dan, I need you to pray for these listeners. Pray for us. And we're going to let them fly the rest of their day, whatever they're doing.
3: Absolutely. One thing I want to touch on just before we go. Um Here's here's clearly. All right. And if you, if you hear nothing, you hear this. All right. Your purpose is to know God and to make God known. Mm-hmm. That's just going to sum it up just God. right there. There it is. There it is. But let me tell you this. God does not love you more or less based upon what you do for him. All right. Our salvation is not works based. Mm-hmm. Nothing you do will make you closer to God. Now, granted, you can do things to build your relationship with him. But that does not change his love for you. Hmm. He loves you completely. He sent his only son to die for you. Count the cost. What does that mean to you? Last thing. 2 Timothy 4, 1-5. through This is just a word that Paul was giving to Timothy. And this is his charge to him. I charge you guys with the same thing. If you call yourself a Christian, let this be will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. As for you, always be sober-minded, endure suffering, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. Lord, I just come before you right now with my brothers and sisters, uh, everyone who's listening, God, and we're just in awe of who you are. Lord, time and time again uh, in my life, I know in others' lives, Lord, that you've just made yourself so evident. Lord, and I pray that you would just continue to do so. God, make yourself known to us. We crave to see you. Lord, give us a clearer image of who you are. Let us look to your word. Let us look to your son. Lord, show us. Holy Spirit, make us wise to know what you're saying to us. Lord, let these words that you've spoken over us this last week through this podcast, whatever we're reading in your word, let it be truth. God, let us see it as such. Let us see it as honorable and something worthy of praise, Lord, because it's coming from you. God, let us take this serious, Lord. Let us incline our thoughts to be with you throughout the day. Lord. Let us, let us not neglect what you have called us to do. Lord, help us to make your name known on our campus and in our world. Lord, bring about your son's return through our generation. Lord, we ask this humbly. Father, please just help us to see you, love you, and know you better. That's all we ask for. In Jesus' name, amen.
2: Amen. Hit that button.
0: From the fear of